Welcome to the Journey Home Podcast. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes we get stuck or lost along the way. Our desire is to be a friend and resource to anyone who needs a little wisdom, advice, or encouragement on their journey. But most of all, we want you to know you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey friends, this is Eunice. Thank you for joining me today. Today I'm going to continue our conversation about faith in the life of Gideon. And I just feel like this is something the Lord has really been trying to teach me different things about. So I just wanted to jump in at Judges 7 verse 2. The Lord said to Gideon, you have too many men for me to deliver Midian into their hands in order that Israel may not boast against me that her own strength has saved her. Announce now to the people, anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. So 22,000 men left while 10,000 remained. But the Lord said to Gideon, there are still too many men. Take them down to the water and I will sift them there for sift them for you there. If I say this one shall go with you, he shall go. But if I say this one shall not go with you, he shall not go. So Gideon took the men down to the water. There the Lord told him, separate those who lap the water with their tongues like a dog from those who kneel down to drink. 300 men lapped with their hands to their mouths. All the rest got down to their knees to drink. The Lord said to Gideon, with the 300 men that lapped, I will save you and give the Midianites into your hands. Let all the other men go each to his own place. So Gideon sent the rest of the Israelites to their tents, but kept the 300 who took over the provisions and trumpets of others. Now, if you continue in chapter 7, you can read about their victory. But what I just wanted to highlight here was the part that the Lord just wanted to um, do something different. And he directed Gideon to cut the numbers down of the men that were going to fight. Now, if you remember in the previous chapter, Gideon was all by himself. Like the people were ready to kill him. But because of his step of faith, it's like he was able to raise up and call forth the army of God to come. But what's mind-blowing is finally all these people are on board, and yet the Lord said the numbers were too great. And so I just want to point out, I guess, in this story of just how sometimes um, the Lord's ways, they're just not our ways. Like it doesn't make sense when you're going into battle, you probably want as many men as possible. And yet the Lord had a different plan. And so that's something that I just want to encourage everyone. In this season, if you are taking steps of faith for something new, something different, I just want to encourage you just because um, some of the th things that you're doing in your life that the Lord has called you to seem just counterintuitive or nonsensical to many people, like it does not make sense. Um, you know, if you remember in two videos ago in my part one, I shared about a coaching client and I have her permission to share, but she is in a major life shift where the Lord has put a dream in her heart to pursue just different gifts and talents that he has placed in her and do a massive career shift. And the thing that's amazing to me about her is just her courage to do so, but also part of the courageous step is laying down a very busy medical job. And so she 
has tons of finances from this job that's um, you know a, a great support to their family but she is gonna take this step of faith and just really start pursuing the gifts and calling that the Lord has on her life and just the passions that she has and so I just admire her so much for her courage and their family for her courage uh, but I guess just something I just want to point out in scripture too as you are pursuing the different things that the Lord has placed on your heart that really require true leaps of faith it's gonna look crazy sometimes like to me even in this story how um, the Lord sent back like 22,000 men left okay but not just that later the Lord even um, cuts the numbers down even more but the thing is is the Lord has a plan and he just needs people who will be sensitive to his voice and who are willing to take these crazy steps of faith and so I just wanted to share that thought with you guys some of you guys might be thinking about doing these crazy steps of faith I know a couple of you have reached out to me this past week about it and I just want to encourage you to keep pressing into the Lord he will not only give you the strength but I also believe he will give you the um, the keys in order to unlock these dreams and passions in your heart now what I mean by keys is one key for Gideon is the Lord he didn't want just numbers he wanted a specific thing he wanted 300 men instead of tens of thousands of men to go into the um, into the battle with him because he wanted to be the one bringing his people into victory and so that's just something that I really want to I am pondering and I just want to encourage you guys to ponder because as the Lord is doing new things in your life there like again like I said in previous in my previous videos is there's gonna be people who think you're crazy there's gonna be people who do not understand but that's it's in those moments that we really need to lean on him and let his voice be louder than the naysayers so I just wanted to encourage you guys with that thought and then here is the last thought I have on Gideon right now so I want to jump to Judges chapter 8 starting at verse 22 the Israelites said to Gideon rule over us you your son and your grandson because you have saved us out of the hand of Midian but Gideon told them I will not rule over you nor will my son rule over you the Lord will rule over you and he said I do I do have one request that each of you give me an earring from your share of the plunder it was a custom of the Ishmaelites to wear gold earrings. They answered, we'll be glad to give them. So they spread out a garment and each man threw a ring from his plunder onto it. The weight of the gold rings he asked for came to 1,700 shekels, not counting the ornaments, the pendants and the purple garments worn by the kings of Midian or the chains that were on their camels necks. Gideon made the gold into an ephod, which he placed, okay, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but that's how I'm going to pronounce it, which he placed in Ophrah, his town. All the Israelites prostituted themselves by worshiping it there, and it became a snare to Gideon and his family. And so this story is just really sad to me. I really am just coming from a place where I hope that you can hear my heart. 
I really don't want to be all like judgy toward Gideon. I feel like there's actually lessons that all of us can learn from his life. And so just to be frank with all of you guys, I feel like especially in this past year, for whatever reason, the Lord is exposing a lot of things that were hidden and in darkness for years, and he is exposing them and bringing them into the light. And that's something he is faithful in doing. It may take years for um, different hidden sin to be brought to the light, but something about the Lord is he doesn't, he is so faithful in bringing all things to light. And so why I'm talking about that now is something I've been pondering as I've read the news, for example, in the past year, two years, is you you see different um, ministers come out in the news that have great hidden sin. And, you know, it was these men that we really exalted as a lot of people in the church and the body of Christ. And the thing that the Lord repeatedly has taught me as my heart has grieved over these um, things that have come to light is just one, authenticity, but two, something I've been pondering is compromise. Like how did these great men of God who've authored all these books and have not just authored these books, but these books have touched people's lives, including my own. And so if you think about that, it's like, man, was that not genuine you know or it makes you wonder like you know did they know god at all like how could they do these horrific things that they're being accused of or some things are it's not just accusations they've been proven and so it just makes you ponder these things like lord how did that person like 20 years ago i really too much probably put them on a pedestal or other people did and yet now this person this great sin has experienced been exposed but they've been ministering for year after year after year and so that's something that I've been pondering and the Lord really showed me in Gideon's life Um, because if you think about it you can't live in the victories of your past you cannot live in even the relationship you had with God only in the past you need to be continually And by you, I mean all of us. We need to be continually cultivating our relationship with God on a daily basis. And I'm not saying this to like condemn anyone. If you haven't been reading the word or, you know, um, praying or whatever, if you've been in a season where you have not been connected to the Lord, I just want to encourage you, come back. It is never too late, no matter how far you have strayed. I just encourage you, come back to him um, because it's never too late. And again, like I said in previous chapters and as evidenced in Gideon's life, God is such a kind father. He's waiting to receive us back. And so why I'm even pointing this out, I hesitated because I was like, you know, there were great things that Gideon did in his lifetime. But the thing is, is what I'm realizing over the years now, I'm 42 now, my husband's 45 in a week and what Chris and I have really been thinking about is just it's not just how well we start in our relationship with the Lord like yeah we might have been so passionate in our 20s doing these crazy you know 40-day fast or whatever doing these radical things for God but it's really something that we need to cultivate throughout every year every day of our life every decade 
And so something I want to point out about Gideon is how he made this ephod or whatever out of gold. He asked people for just one earring. Now, if you think about it, like as a person, if someone just asked you for one little thing, it's not a big deal. And what's crazy to me, I, I feel like the, the word that the Lord highlighted to me in this scripture is the word compromise. Is because one earring, no big deal. Sure, Gideon, here's my earring. And it was through one earring from each person that he took that he, was, he made this idol out of gold that people worshipped, including his own family. So it makes me question, Lord, did he not learn his lesson? When he was that young man just two chapters back and the angel came to him and called him a mighty warrior and he was willing to chop down the Asherah pole in his family's yard or his property or whatever. What happened to that same Gideon? And that's the question that I have been pondering and the Lord is just highlighting in our own hearts is Eunice, do not make space for compromise. And that's for me, for my husband, for my children, is we want to love the Lord, not just in our 20s, not just in our 30s, not just in our 40s, but until our last breath. And how are we going to do that? When we see these great men of God like falling quite disturbingly in the news, it just makes me wonder, like, instead of throwing, like, a stone of judgment, it makes me wonder, Lord, what happened in their life? And, and please teach me. Teach me not to walk down that path. And I really think a huge thing the Lord highlighted to me through Gideon's life is compromise. Is, yes, you cannot just live in the place of the former things. You can't live in the victories of when you were young. You need to daily be cultivating your walk with me. And that's just something that I just want to um, highlight and present to all of you guys. Because I feel like, you know, um, I don't know if it's just like COVID and we're reading more news or if it's been an unusual amount of people that you hear about in ministry just falling um, into these crazy sinful lifestyles. It just begs the question, Lord, what is happening and what is something that you want to highlight in my own life that you want me to change? And so for me, I just want to encourage you guys with that because I feel like um, I feel very convicted about this is Eunice, don't allow areas of compromise in your life like that one gold earring. Here's my earring 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 and suddenly it turns into this massive idol that people are all worshiping you know and so that's something that i just want to present to you guys because i feel like um this is has been a really interesting season for the body of christ and it's really a time of reckoning but i don't think that it is um a bad thing i feel like the lord is bringing things that need to be brought to the light to the light 
And so I feel like even though at times it can be discouraging, in another, on the other hand, I feel like, you know, this is so necessary for us to be ready for Jesus's return as the body of Christ. We can't live in hidden sin. We can't live in a lack of just being authentic. Like who we are on stage is different than who we are at home. And that's just something that I always want to also not only live by, but teach my kids by, is I just want our kids to know the true Lord and Savior, Jesus. And I also want them to know that, you know, who mom and dad are in front of other people is the same as who we are to them at home. And so that's just something that I want to share with you guys. But I also want to encourage and exhort anyone listening who has really felt like compromise has come into their life or, um, you know, feels like, you know, they've backslidden. I just want to encourage you with just this scripture because I feel like something I know about the Lord, it's never too late to repent and change until you're not breathing anymore. And so just like in Luke 23, the thief or the criminal on the cross who says, um, don't you fear God? He said, since you're under the same sentence, we are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. And then he said to Jesus, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him. I tell you the truth. Today you will be with me in paradise. I love the Lord. I love his heart to just, um, want to give everyone a chance even to the very end, people's dying breath. And so that's what I want to encourage every single person listening. If you feel at all discouraged today, we can fall at the feet of Jesus today and just repent for any areas of compromise, backsliddenness, whatever in our life, and we can choose to change. And that's the thing. I think that honestly, it's the Lord's mercy when these sinful things are being exposed in people's lives who profess to be Christian. Because it gives them an opportunity while they are still alive and breathing to repent and to ask the Lord for forgiveness and to change. And so that's just what I wanted to present to you guys this week. I feel like, like I said um, in previous videos, the Lord has really been highlighting Gideon's life to me in the past month than a half or two months and I just feel like there's so many rich things to glean from his life and so I just wanted to encourage you guys with some of these thoughts and thank you so much for following along with me if there is a dream that the Lord has put in your heart that maybe he's been highlighting through these videos I just also want to encourage you to keep um, trying to listen to what he's trying to say about that and really be willing to take those steps of faith um, as he shares that with you because I feel like you know one thing he wants to do is talk to us his children and he loves us and he loves you and so again thank you for listening I hope that you have an amazing week bye-bye Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review, and we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, 
but we're speaking on in very broad terms. That's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, but what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, so if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um, you can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us, you can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, so thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.